With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now, on Con Racing. Welcome into another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here in the beautiful Beeson Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino. We're going to be able to wrap up last weekend's race in Atlanta, start talking about the second race ever for NASCAR at COTA. Circuit of the Americas and an Austin, Some would Texas. say it's the first race. Uh, kind of the first uh, real race because the weather does look really good, yes, by the way. But before we get into any of that, we have some breaking news uh, coming down for us. We're recording this on Thursday morning. NASCAR has levied a major penalty against Brad Keselowski's team, 100 points, 10 playoff points if he makes the playoffs, plus uh, suspension for his crew chief for four races, and I think a $100,000 fine both for the team and the crew chief. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of fine money in there, too. Uh, they said don't mess around with pre-manufactured parts on this new car, and they meant business. Well, you know, look, the, <clears throat> we started the season, everybody saying, this will happen. Somebody will be the, the, the test guinea pig on this. It happened to be RFK. Uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people say a lot of things. Here's the deal. What they did, we're not going to they, – nobody's given a statement yet. RFK hasn't come out. NASCAR hasn't said what it is. They messed with a part. Listen, that's what we do as racers. I, I just, they look, I go, eh. The big thing for him is you and I have talked since the Coliseum. RFK has not looked good except for at Daytona. And they have not run very well. A 100-point penalty for, the RF, for Brad Keselowski's RFK car, that's significant. Oh, it put him to 35th in points. And first, to make the championship, you have to be in the top 30. And he's going to have to win a race. To and get now he's going to have to win a race. So... It's you know it's going to be a tough road to hoe for the RFK guys. That's a that's a big deal. It, it's it was a it was a big penalty. For and that's interesting. You talk about the RFK team. Chris Buescher's actually been running pretty well lately. Well, it's Brad that's been struggling. He ran he ran really well at Atlanta, which what was Atlanta? Super Speedway. Super Speedway race this time. So you know that's where they've run well. I think now the RFK guys are going to have to focus on these remaining. There's still two more restrictor plate ra- or Super Speedway races before we get to the playoffs. You have Talladega. Coming yeah, really, up in next got, month. You've got three because the last one's Daytona. So and Daytona. You've got so, another Atlanta. 
before the yeah, cutoff? you got Atlanta in July. Oh, I didn't realize that. So you do. You have three. You have three then restrict, uh, super speedway races. They're going to have to focus on those and get busy on those. Oh, absolutely. Well, let's talk about Atlanta. Uh, you know, it was a new pavement. Everything was kind of newly done for Atlanta. We didn't know what to expect. Were we going to get that super speedway race? Um, Brennan, I thought the race was amazing. It was well, a tremendous race. Look, our graphic says did it live up? You know, lived up to the hype. I think it did. I mean, 48 lead changes, different 20 different leaders. You know, 11 caution flags. You know, the, the non non stage break caution flags. Um, it, it definitely had a lot of the hype. I was sitting on my, I was sitting at home watching this race, and I got to tell you, Motley, I was really happy I wasn't in the race. Well, I mean, it was uh, it, it was quite an adventure for a lot of guys. I tell you, I I had infield care center duty. I pretty much got to say hi to all my buddies over there <laughs> yes. at infield care center. It it uh, you know watching the race, man. I got to tell you that going into turn one was tight. Uh, I mean, looked nasty there. Getting out of turn four, looked tight. I mean, these guys, people, the the boys earned their money this week, and it was a fun race to watch and a heck of a one. And once again, another winner this season, another double digit winner. Everybody was double digit that week, so but and, and another Hendrick winner this Th week. third different Hendrick winner in five races. William Byron gets the win. He was fifteen to one to win the race, plus four hundred for a top three plus 265 in Group B. Somebody at this desk might have picked him to win Group B. And he was also the top finish in Chevy, obviously, and that was that came in at plus 600. William Byron was a big winner for betters if you rode the William Byron train last week. It was, and, and it was a hard one. Look, handicapping this race, I said you weren't here last week. You know, you were on an airplane going to Atlanta. Me and Wes uh, uh, knocked this one out. And I told Wes, I said, this is might be the most difficult. This is more difficult. Your favorite word, Jeff, the crapshoot. This race was more difficult to handicap than any race I can ever remember us doing. Well, and I think living proof of that is just look at the top ten that we had from Atlanta. In addition to Byron winning, Ross Chastain, who leading the race, blows a rear tire, hits the wall, what I would say was a significant hit to the wall, still comes in at a plus 700, finishes second. Kurt Busch, who also was in a crash, not of his own making, I think somebody spun out right in front of him, and he ended up hitting him right in the door. He comes in third place. Now, thanks to a, a disqualification or at least a penalty to the lead lap to Christopher Bell, but it was a legit penalty for passing pass below the yellow line. But Kurt Busch was plus 550. And then let's look at some look of at these the, other look names. Look at the names right Daniel here. Daniel Suarez, mean... fourth. Corey LaJoy in fifth. Corey LaJoy. And then Chris Buescher comes in seventh. How about, how about the fact that forward. track house racing, second and fifth, fourth. Track house racing, second and fourth right there. You cannot underestimate. I mean, the that deal is legit. We've been talking about it for two years when it was just Suarez last year. They were coming. Wow, what Justin Marks is doing. And I and I I'm gonna have to eat some crow here. I told you, Jeff, this car would not make Aspire and a Corey LaJoy, you know, relevant every week. There, you know, it's I love Corey. Don't don't it wasn't saying it about that. It's just this car wasn't gonna go that far. Well, Corey LaJoy, the fifth race, they've had four top fifteen finishes and a top five right here. Now, it was a super speedway. So I mean, we, uh, but you okay. got to be there, and but you know no. what? Kyle Larson wasn't there. Denny Hamlin wasn't That's right. there. That's right. So I mean, there you go. And it's it was it was dang impressive. But another Hendrick day. Alex Bowman tenth, Chase Elliott sixth, William Byron the winner. You know, the only one missing, as you said, was Kyle Larson. Uh, Hendrick is is flat out showing that they're back on the old gravy train of the Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon days. They're 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 the team to beat. Yeah, absolutely. So I think one thing that's kind of worth mentioning now, you know, last year. We talked about it, but I kind of poo-pooed it when you were talking about the fact that 
we could get more than 15 winners in a season. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm seeing five different winners, and not among them are any is anyone named Elliot, Logano, Bush, Truex, Harvick, Hamlin. I mean, those are some pretty big names. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think we may get more than we 50 may get winners it this year. And there's going to be a big name or two that's going to be on the outside looking in when those playoffs start. Listen, you, right now, Ross Chastain is on the verge. Daniel Suarez is getting there. Austin Dillon and, and Tyler Reddick are on the verge. We've seen Chase Briscoe get his first win. Cole Custer is going to have a resurgence here. Kevin Harvick is going to have his resurgence. You're, you're going to – we – you know, last year you made fun of me all year when I kept saying, we're going to get 16 winners. We're going to get 16 winners. And it kept – you know, we never – we – I think this year could be the year that we end up with a winner that doesn't make the playoff. Well, and I mean, and you've got other guys. Bubba Wallace was another guy. He yep, had a great yep. chance to win in Atlanta. And, you know, the last restart there, I mean, he, he and his buddy Ryan Blaney were trying to stick together. And, uh, I mean, Byron Byron made a great move. I'll give him credit. In fact, all three races, you know, we had the trucks and Xfinity mm-hmm. ran a doubleheader on Saturday. But we saw great finishes in every one of those races. But Bubba Wallace was another is another guy who he's run decent at the other races. But we certainly know with these three super speedway races remaining before the playoffs, uh, look, it is not a fluke that Bubba Wallace runs no. up front in these races because he does it every single time we go to one of these tracks. Well, what I'm impressed with, and, and, and you know, another thing that Karina made for us was the, the you know, our DraftKings top Ford Chevy deal. If you look, the names that we're seeing as the top every week are not the names we're expecting. If I told you the top Toyota, there's only six of them, right? Kurt Busch was, was third out of the six, fourth out of the sixth. Kurt Busch is your top Toyota. And he's been the top Toyota, I think, in – like three of the races, races already. How about top Ford? We've been poo-pooing RFK all season. Who comes in as the top Ford? Chris R- Buescher. Chris Buescher, 25 to 1. You know, William Byron was nowhere near the top Chevrolet choice. He was plus 600. So we're seeing names. The betters have a difficult time right now. But when you hit it right, the betters have a huge return when, the, when we get it right. Well, and I think you're starting to see a, a lot higher odds, if you will, yep. on a lot of these guys. Yep. And I think that's certainly – Makes it better. Now, we talked a little bit about guys who haven't won this year. We've got a little little graphic here. Uh, Ross Chastain, he's got three top fives in the first yeah. five races. And he's got he's finished second at least twice, I believe. Uh, Kurt Busch is also off to a good start, as is Ryan Blaney, Daniel Suarez. These guys all have multiple top fives just five races into the season. Well, and who was the hottest guy? The first non-top ten for the year for Eric Almarola was yeah. two weeks ago. You know, I mean, Eric Almarola started hot again, where he cool, he was hot two years ago, cooled off last year, back on the hot streak. Tyler Reddick, we've named that. The the RCR team, Austin Dillon. I mean, look at that. Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott, 2020 NASCAR champion Chase Elliott, fan favorite, Hendrick Motorsports, five races, three top tens, zero top fives. Look at these names above him that have been running well. We're going to get to 16 winners. I think you're exactly right. Well, we only have to get to 15, right? Because the it's the top 15 plus the champion, plus the regular plus season, season winner. So if he doesn't if, win. If he's not a winner, which the way this season's going, <laughs> who knows? That could happen. It could be. All right, we got a couple minutes left here before we go into our break, but now we're turning our attention to Coda, Circle of the Americas in Austin. Uh, last year's race was run in an absolute monsoon. I mean, <laughs> what, what part of the race we ran? Absolute monsoon might be an understatement. I just insulted monsoons all over the world. <laughs> But it was it was really a difficult situation for these drivers. They even their practice out there on Saturday. You know there was moisture on the track because you know the Xfinity guys. So can we glean anything from last year's race at all for these guys? Totally different race car. 
totally different, totally different uh, weather scenario. Um, no, and what I think now this year with this new car has done is that what it's already showed us, take the quarter mile at the Coliseum, it has shown that this is a, a race car. I think you're going to see, and we've already proved that it's narrow the field, right? We've seen LaJoy have these runs. We've seen these guys. I think this is a race that there's a guy in this field that we're not going to talk a lot about, but his name's Andy Lally, and he's in the 78 car, B.J. McLeod, which we don't talk about ever. I bet this is a race as a, race as a better I can talk about it. Well, you know, some other guys. This car's going to make that. Some other guys I think we got to look at too is guys like Austin Sendrick, AJ Allmendinger, mm -hmm. who ran the Xfinity race there last mm -hmm. year in dry conditions. Hell of a race too, by the you way. You know, and they actually did. They put on they put on an amazing race out there. So I think that's one of the things that we're going to be able to look at. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. Brent and I will start breaking down the odds to win this weekend's race at Coda. We may even get into the top threes while we're at it on Gone Racing. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back in to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're talking about this weekend's Echo Park Automotive Grand Prix at Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Grand the, Prix. Yeah, Grand Prix. A NASCAR Fancy Grand name Prix. on a NASCAR race. Second trip down there, but we think it's really going to be the first real <laughs> cup race because of the weather that the team had to deal with last year. Brendan, let's start jumping into these odds. The first thing that jumps out at me is if you're looking at the odds makers, it's just going to be two guys two in race. the race and everybody else might as well stay home. Chase Elliott's plus 250, Kyle Larson's plus 300. We jump all the way up to Martin Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch at 10 to 1, Austin Sendrick at 14 to 1, and then a bunch of guys at 16, Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Chase Briscoe, and A.J. Allmendinger, William Byron, last week's winner at 19 to 1, along with Ryan Blaney, 
Joey Logano, Ross Chastain at 25, Alex Bowman, Tyler Reddick at 30, Kurt Busch at 50 to 1, Kevin Harvick at 70 to 1, and then we got Eric Jones, Chris Buescher at 80, and Kaz Grala at 100. What do you make of this? Well, here's what I make of this. I'm looking at our stats. Like, last 10 races, right? Eight of them have been won by Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. You're talking about road courses. Road courses, yes. Road course. Sorry, road courses. So eight of them have won by two drivers. Five by Chase, three by Kyle. More recently, all by Kyle. Like Chris, Christopher Bell has one in there. And who's the other one? They're trust testing my memory now. A.J. Allmendinger. Oh, uh, he won at Indianapolis. That's so, right. He won there last so year. So you've got, you've got 16 to 1 and 16 to 1 on the two other guys that have won a road course lately. Kaz Grala has proven he's a heck of a, a heck of a road course racer in these cars. He's at 100 to 1. I mean, there are numbers here. Here's my deal. This is my week that I may actually just jump into the winners because I'm looking at this new car and I'm saying, okay, yes, Chase and Kyle Larson and Chase have been fantastic. Chase has faded a little bit, though. I mean, I mean, just to to be honest, we well, still didn't have a top five yet this year. No, but I'm talking about on the road courses. You know, we all talk about how Chase, how great Chase was. But I look at it and I go, well, hold on. Last year, though, second, fourth, and twelfth in the last three road race, road courses. Second, Watkins Glen. That was when we saw that Kyle Larson. Oh my God! Well, here and he go comes. the week before, and go the race before that, and we saw Kyle Larson just blow him away at Sonoma as well. Yes, Chase Elliott had the lead, and Larson kind of got back in the pack, but Larson was clearly the class of the field. So I mean, I go, I look at all of them last year. Remember, there was a bunch last year. So you had twenty first for Chase Elliott at Daytona, then the win at Austin in the rain. Then you had second at Sonoma, first at Elkhart. After that, it became the Kyle Larson show. Second, fourth, and twelfth. So, you know, lot of lot of changes on that deal. Um, I, I I feel comfortable right now going outside of that, outside of the big two, you know, maybe take a chance with a Kyle Larson to win. But I like the ideas of the Austin Cindricks, the 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 Seabells, the Dingers, um, and and they are worth some money down here. There's one what that's you, even what, worth even further. You, what do you make of Kurt Busch, fifty to one, who is a very accomplished road racer? You know, I make that it's he's worth fifty to one. You know, if you go last year with that old car, uh, you know, thirteenth, sixth, twenty fifth in the last three of them. You know, look, I, I just Kurt, this new car to me favors the guys that have spent a lot more years doing road coursing, bigger brakes. A lot deeper in the braking zones, a lot more tire contact patch. That screams right off the top to me. Kyle Larson with his versatility. That screams Austin Sindrick with all the things he's done in his career. That screams to me the Dinger who with all the things he's done in his career. That screams to me, you know, some guys further down the list that you may not be talking about a lot more. Even guys on the second page that ran really good. Um, you know, forever. Michael McDowell on that second Michael page. Michael McDowell and Daniel Suarez are both 100 to 1 on they, the second page. And as, and as good as the track house team has been running, that right there is a huge number. Bubba Wallace, 300 to 1. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 200 to 1. I mean, I there's know a reason, not there's the, a reason for those two. And your buddy Andy Lally, 500 That's to 1. For, oh, so, what kind of car is Andy in? Okay, but here's the thing uh, Matt Tift and BJ McLeod own that Live Fast Racing. They have a deal now. Um, I believe it's with Stuart Haas, is who they have their deal with, or, or something like that. They're getting better stuff. These guys, you show up with an Andy Lally, and you get just even a, a modicum of anything good underneath there, and you got a race car now that is like a race car. Andy Lally could be, like, this could be the, the heat friend. This could be Andy Lally's shot. I might not take him to win, 
But when we flip the page here in a minute and go to the top three, I may be all over that. Well, let's flip the page. Let's go take a look at the top threes. Then we got Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson coming up on a negative number, minus 140 <laughs> for Elliott, minus 125 for Larson. Uh, that is translation for it. Don't bet those guys. It's just not going to be worth it for you. Martin Tricks Jr. and Kyle Busch are plus 200. Cendric plus 250. Hamlin, Briscoe, Almendinger. Uh, Hamlin, Briscoe, Almendinger are all plus 300. Bell's 350. Byron is 400 along with Blaney. Chastain, 450. Logano and Reddick, 500. Bowman, 800. Kurt Busch, 12 to 1. Harvick, 20 to 1. Jones and Busch are 22. Kazgrala, 30. Same, same scenario. I mean, you got the problem is they've tightened up. Look at how tight they've gotten. The you know I, I joke about DraftKings getting a little tight on some of the odds. They got real tight on these top three here. You know you look you went from a ten to a sixteen to one for Dinger to a three hundred. Well, I think that's because in their mind it is such a, a two man race. It's a two man race. But, but then after that, what? we're playing the third spot. There you go. And that third spot really could be anywhere. And you even talked about page two. Your guy Andy. This Lally. is where I'm looking. Your guy Andy Lally's a hundred and forty to one for a top three. I, listen. I like that 140 to one. You know, there's guys down there you haven't heard of. Boris said at 300 to one. Joey Hand 300 to one. The difference is their equipment is a, even a, a little step less than the rest of it. They will run better than they run normally, but they're still that little less. But I look over there. Look at that Michael McDowell 22 to one. Michael McDowell is a hell of a road racer, and Front Row Motorsports has been running extremely well. And these are the sort of places. You know, when you look back at McDowell, three top tens with the old car. In the last 10 races for Michael McDowell on road races. So, you know, this is a place where McDowell, very, very accomplished road racer, you know, this could be a good place for him. He was seventh in the rain last year, eighth at the Daytona road course last year. Those are two of his three top tens. McDowell is a heck of a driver on those. Well, I mean, there's no question about that. The one thing I think that kind of holds me back a little bit for my guy, say Andy Lally, for example, it's not his ability to race. I know where you're going. It, it's crew. what happens when you pit. Mm -hmm. You know, and if, if you get yourself up to fourth or fifth, it's very easy for your pit crew to bring you out in 25th. Yes. And on a road course, that everybody's on the lead really lap. hard to make up. Yeah, no, and here's the problem. Everybody's going to be on the lead lap. You know, there's not going to be many cars a lap down. Especially not at this course. This yes. is the longest, this is the longest course. course. Well, and Road America may be longer, longer than this one. But still, this is a, a very, very long course. It's not like Watkins Glen or Sonoma. Nope. Uh, it, it is this one of one, the longest courses we run. This one you'll have most of the field on. So when Andy comes in, he's, he's, his big disadvantage is going to be that he could come in third, fourth, fifth, but he's probably going to go out 10th, 11th, 12th. Well, he is actually going to be better off if he can do most of his pitting under, under green. green. Because if he's under green and let's say his stop is three seconds slower, he could theoretically only lose a spot or two. Exactly. If you're three seconds slower when everybody comes in to pit, you could lose 20 spaces. I mean, or more. No, so. that. But I mean, look, these top three numbers. I am jumping on some of these things. I really do like the Andy Lally deep in the field. If you want that super long shot for the top three, I'm telling you, that's the kid that's worth it. You go to the wins. I look at Kyle Larson. Yeah, okay. But I like a dinger on that. I like a Cindric. I really like those two numbers. And Tyler Reddick even has proven that he's a he's been a decent road racer, um, you know, since he's come in this deal. Tyler Reddick is over there at 30 to one. I like our wins and top threes today. All right, you want to take a look at the head-to-heads before we uh, Let's finish jump this it. segment? Let's jump it. All right, we're looking at our head-to-heads. So right now, you know, we like to talk about the don't lines. And we go don't line on Chase Elliott. Kyle Larson's plus 110 to Chase's minus 130. Truex. Wow, hold on, hold on. Kyle Larson is a plus 110 head-to-head? Head-to-head with Chase Elliott. Woo! Martin Truex Jr., who has been a very capable road racer, is a plus 145 against Chase Elliott. And Kyle Busch, also a plus 145 against Chase Elliott's minus 165. 
I, I, I like that Larson there head-to-head uh, -head on Chase Elliott a lot. And, and I love that. And listen, before we had the Chase Elliott show on road courses, it was the Martin Truex show. So Martin Truex, you said it. I mean, another a super accomplished road you know, guy that knows how to get it done. Where it came from, we don't know. But I like him at that 145 to Chase Elliott. I don't like him as much on the Kyle Larson line, but I do really like him on that uh, – on that Chase Elliott line, I, I that's a great number there. And there's a couple on the on the don't Kyle Larson line. Martin mm -hmm. Truex Jr. is a big plus 125. The Larson's minus 145, and so is Kyle Busch. No, I, look, they, I think that uh, these are from the Westgate at the Superbook, and there's some fun numbers here. The Dingers even money. Hold on. The Dingers even money against William Byron. What? What? That's not a bad number there. Well, uh, that should be the opposite way. Like, to me, they've, they've actually got a misprint on that. I mean, it's so bad. There's no way that you're going to tell me that I'm going to have William Byron above above A.J. Allmendinger, even though Byron's, you know, been races full-time more than A.J., I think that's a great – that right there would be a lock. It's only even money, but I like that pick a lot. Well, and I'm not exactly sure what Byron's really accomplished on the road courses. Four either. top tens and ten races, but it's not like it's anything to speak of. I like that Dinger bet. Dinger is – is and that colleague team we've talked about all season, Jeff. Colleague is is legit. They are – they've been showing up, and they have, they've had, to, uh, you know, a bad race and a half here. But they have been legit this season. Well, they've been very strong. And also, Kurt Busch is even money against Tyler Reddick's minus 120. And you look at the, the, the experience that Kurt Busch has on road courses, that's another one you could really take a good look at and say, hey, there's a good yeah, chance but, there. But Tyler's average finish is better than his in the last 10 races. Tyler's got an average finish of, of 14. Uh, Kurt does 15. Well, we're going to come back on uh, Gone Racing. And uh, I think we pretty much wrapped up the driver head heads. Yep. We don't spend a ton of time on those. We'll come back on Gone Racing, and we'll start getting into our group matchups as we break down the Echo Park Grand Prix at the Circuit of the Americas. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone and. Brendan, I hear bagpipes in the background. What is going on here at the South Point right now? Well, I'm going to disavow all knowledge of this right here. Uh, I knew, did not know this was happening, if you believe me. Uh, today is Michael Gaughan's birthday. Uh, my, my, the big fella is 79, and I think a friend of ours has played a little practical joke on him. We have bagpipers, and as everybody knows, my dad likes to spend time in Ireland now. We're Irish as a family. So a little happy birthday from the bagpipes. Uh, is Dad hidden back there? Oh, Dad, I see his head at the. I see emerged? Dad's head at the door. Yeah, there's the cowboy hat at the door of the sports book, and he is shaking his head, not in an up-down direction. Um, the big fella. Happy birthday, Dad! By the way. Yeah, and in, and if you don't know, his name actually sits above the word South Point on the sign out there <laughs> on the uh, on the interstate. So uh, so much Michael Gaughan has done for for not only this community and but also for racing. You uh, know, your racing career, but racing, but in, racing general, in general. I mean, just. In general, so uh, happy birthday to to the big guy and uh, a, bag, we, a bagpiper in the uh, in the South Point. Yeah, hope I thought that was, was Rowdy Roddy Piper going to come out here and play or what? You know. Yeah, there, there's the big fella right there at, behind the deal, and uh, yeah, he hiding he, now. You know. Yeah, no. Listen, Dad doesn't like surprises. He's camera shy too. Okay. Yeah, no, Dad doesn't like surprises. So uh, um, I'm kind of impressed he actually came out. And I'm not going to say I had I knew nothing of this, Dad. I want to make sure that is on air live. I did not. I do not. Uh, I, I had new no, no knowledge of this, Mr. Motley. None. None. I don't know what it was. I promise, if you believe me. Well, <laughs> oh, I see Ryan Grownie out there on the, on the camera now, too. So, Okay. The big fella. All right. It's the big ba fella. It's back to the, 
racing at Circuit of the Americas. Back, back you know, to what we're here for. Because I think if we all know Michael Gone, he'd be like, the show must go on and start <laughs> get back to talking about racing and uh, and not talking about birthdays. So let's get into our group matchups. That's one of the, our, our favorite things to yep. do. And our group A, uh, we've got two heavy favorites. No big surprise. Chase Elliott plus 175. Kyle Larson plus 225. And two big name, big long shots. Martin Tricks Jr., Kyle Busch at plus 395. I, listen, the fact you put Larson and, and Chase Elliott in the same group, I get it. But plus 225 to 175 when Larson's been the hotter hand lately, once again, I feel it backwards. I, actually, it's enough money for me right there, Jeff, to take a Kyle Larson in that group. And, and I could even hedge my bet. I could take Kyle Larson at 225 to win the group, and then I could go Chase Elliott to win the race at 250. And I feel like I've, I've hedged. And I've got both ways on that one, so I I, I really think that's a that's a great number right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I it's kind of hard to steer away from that. I think anytime you get a chance to, anytime you get an opportunity when you've got Kyle Larson and he's not the favorite, it's hard for me to ever pass that up right now. Well, I'm I'm doing shuffling of paper right now. I'm looking at this. They they have just led me to a hedge that I I think is a, an easy hedge. Look, I love Truex. I love Kyle. At 395, that's a huge number in a Group A, by the way. I mean, 395 in, in Group A, that's a massive number. But against those two guys, I get a better return for Chase Elliott to pick him to win at 250, and I take Kyle Larson to win the group at 225. Well, I just, I just got, the win. Two, I got the two guys that I think can win at, at good numbers, and I can, I can go against each other one way or the other, and I might, as long as we think one of those is going to win, I just hedged my bet. I like those two numbers. And one thing we need to also point out for this weekend, NASCAR's not giving them any extra practice this weekend. You know, even though last year they didn't get the full event in, there was some talk that maybe NASCAR would give them a little bit of extra practice, but I think they're only going to get to 30 minutes of practice is all they're going to get. So one of the things that Kyle Busch likes, you know, is, is practice. a little more We practice. talk about that all the time, practice. 30 minutes of practice, by the way, around Circuit of the Americas. Four laps. I mean, you're not going to get a lot in. No, because by the time you get – you have to do a lap, a, a cool-down lap, lap to get all the way in. And, yeah. then a cool, and that is the thing about that, this place. I mean, once you have finished your lap. you got to go all the way back a, around. It's about four miles, it seems like, to get all the way back around. It takes some so. time. So it, I, I, do like, I do like my hedge there. But 395s on Group A, that's a heck of a number. I mean, you could make an argument for Kyle Busch. You could make an argument for Martin Truex. But I like the hedge bet there. I'm, I'm working on that theory. All right, let's take a little look over at Group B. Denny Hamlin is the favorite, a huge favorite. At plus 195, and then you got three big long shots, uh, Christopher Bell, 300, William Byron, 305, and A.J. Allmendinger, 305. Look, I, I get Denny. I mean, you know, he's got, yeah, okay, fifth, fifth, 23rd, fifth last year at, at the, the last four road races. But, man, the, the Dinger, I mean, the Dinger, this is his type of track. This is a real road race driver's track. And A.J., you know, he won the inaugural race that – at what do you call it? But we're talking in his last five races, they were all last year. He was seventh, fifth, got wrecked at Elkhart Lake first, and got wrecked at the Charlotte Road or blew a motor at the Charlotte Road course when he was running second. So I, I like to me that Dinger at 305, he's the dog. Boom, I jump all over that. Well, I like Dinger there as well. And I, I really I I think you bet against Denny Hamlin here. That's that's I mean, that's the that's what jumps out to me. He he is not having a great season. What's Denny in points? I think he's in the twenties, probably twenty first, something like that. Certainly. Well, I mean, he was not doing very well going into Atlanta, and 
again, he was one of my guys I got to hang out with at the care center for a little while before the race was over. So he had another poor finish there. The 26th, uh, by the way. 26th. 26th in points. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not having a season now. Is this the place to turn around? Sure. But I, I don't I, really know that this is the kind of track where Denny's going to turn. Denny's going to have to go to Richmond or Martinsville or something. Next race is Richmond. That's around, where he so. can do it. But I like that A.J. Allmendinger 305. That's a, that's a heck of a number right there. All right, let's take a look here at our Group C. Austin Sendrick and Joey Logano, the Penske teammates, are plus 240. Their other Penske teammate, Ryan Blaney, is plus 275. And the real long shot here, Tyler Reddick at plus 350. Uh, you know, that's, this is an interesting group to it me. It is. This, this one is the intriguing one because Joey Logano, you don't think about it. Last 10 races, average finish, though, 10.8. Has run really, really well at the road courses. And Blaney, Blaney had a couple of these road races won and, and threw them away. So Blaney also not half bad, five top tens last ten races, average finish 13.1. And he does have a road course win. He won the inaugural, won the inaugural uh, race down at the, at the Roval. I well, know you hate that name, the Roval. He was a third-place car, third place car the race, but he won the race. But, but who had the trophy when it was all over? Th this group trophy. to me is absolutely the worst one to handicap. It's the toughest one because I can make an argument for each one of these guys. Tyler Reddick at 350 has been running really good running better on road courses. I like the dog, but I don't like that. I'm putting a big X through that group for me. Well, I don't disagree with you there. The one thing that really jumps out at me a little bit to Cindric is the fact that he did run a, a full Xfinity race on a dry track there last year. And I think that... And looked great, by and, the way. And he looked really... Looked great. He, he looked really good in that race. So I think I look at a guy like Cindric and I say, if I've got to go one way... One way or the other. I, I like, like Cindric. I like Cindric there. All right, let's take a look at Group D. Alex Bowman, Ross Chastain, and Kurt Busch are all plus 255. And then the, uh, the lone wolf way out there is Kevin Harvick at plus 330. Uh, boy, this one, is, this one is a little bit tough for me, too. I mean, here's the deal. You got the three guys tied as, as, as a co-favorite, right? And I look down at the list. I go, okay, Ross Chastain, eight races, three top tens, 17.9 average finish. I go up to Alex Bowman, um, not – that much better. He's got 11.8 average finish, six top tens in 10 races. Okay. You give me the, the Kurt Busch number. He is better. 12.3 average finish, five top 10, three top five. And then you got Harvick, which Harvick never known for his road racing, 17.8, three top tens, one top five, last 10 races. Tough one. 330 on Kevin Harvick, though. That's a good return. But Harvick is not the Harvick of two years ago. So I can, I can kind of say, I don't know if I like that. I could stick in that Kurt Busch range, like you said. But that Trackhouse team has been so hot lately, and how much information is Daniel Suarez going to be able to you know, transfer over into a guy like a, a Ross Chastain? You never know. That could be – this, this is another group. I don't, normally, I like the season D's today. I got big <clears throat> written through them. Well, and I'll tell you, I'm not – when we get to our picks in the next segment, I'm not really going to touch Group D either. Um, I, I do think Kurt Busch is a guy that's got some momentum going. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. he's Absolutely. And you know I love Mo. And he seems like he has – gotten a little bit better handle on this car than some of the other Toyota drivers. In fact, I would go as far as to say the 23XI team seems to have a better handle on the new car than the Gibbs team does right now and what we've seen. I mean, because Bubba and Kurt both ran well last week. You can make – well, I mean, they also ran well at the Super Speedways in Daytona, so they do run well there. But they've, they've run – you could almost say that they've been running as well this year as Joe Gibbs Racing, the, the mothership. So, I mean, it's it, – it, 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 you can make that argument. I'm, I'm on your side there. I mean, the guy who kind of everybody thought would be the best Gibbs car coming into the year, Denny Hamlin, is has been the worst. 26th and he's points. been the worst. 
Kyle Busch has struggled all year. Truex has done has really not made any headlines. And Christopher Bell had an opportunity for a top three finish in Atlanta last week and let it slip away by passing below the uh, below the line when he wasn't supposed to. So uh, I don't know. I think that one could be wide open. All right, we'll take a quick look here at Group E before we go to break. We may not get through the whole thing. Chase Briscoe's a heavy favorite at yeah. plus 180. Then Daniel Suarez and Eric Jones are plus 305. Michael McDowell, plus 345. I'm checking out Eric Jones's stats. He's got a couple top tens. He's got a third place at the Charlotte Roval in uh, 2020. Got a seventh place at Indy last year. 11th at Sonoma. You know, got a couple good runs. Chase Briscoe, the favorite for obvious reasons. I don't dislike Briscoe there, but I've talked about Suarez, McDowell. Man, that's a that's a tough one. I, I that that 180 on Chase Briscoe though. He's, he's kind of my favorite there for a reason. I think he's he's pretty darn good on road courses. Well, yeah, I don't I don't completely disagree there, but you know you could bet Suarez, Jones, McDowell, and if they beat Briscoe out, then guess what? You got it. You got it. So, okay, we'll be back on Gone Racing. We'll talk Group F and give you our picks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. watch any part of today's show or any past show check out the gone racing podcast it's free and available now at beeson.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts we give you all the latest news odds and everything you need to know for head-to-head betting counter before you head to the betting counter for each nascar cup series race the gone racing podcast is free and available now at beeson.com slash podcasts and while you're there catch up on every beeson show as well Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone, our final segment of Gone Racing for this week. So we're talking about the Echo Park Automotive Grand Prix at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. No more bagpipes. 
No more bagpipes. No more bagpipes in the background. Uh, Mr. Gon is probably already eating his birthday cake now. I hope he saves us a piece of it. So we'll see. Everybody's favorite cake. Everybody's favorite cake? Uh, just so you know. What, everybody's favorite cake. What's his favorite cake? It's everybody's favorite cake. It's everybody. Because it's his birthday? No, every, every, when he does a birthday cake, he doesn't care what you like. It's always the same birthday cake. Oh. It's everybody's favorite. But what is it? It's so, uh, the lady that lived next door, Mrs. Bellello, her whole life, she made this chocolate with marshmallow icing and filling, and it's it's really fantastic. And Mrs. B has made it for years, and then we actually went to Freed's Bakery. Anybody local knows Freed's. Freed's is one of the greatest, little free love to Freed's there. Uh, Freed's now makes everybody's favorite birthday cake. So if you come to the hotel and Dad said you're going for a birthday, the birthday cake you're going to get, it doesn't matter what you order, the birthday cake you're going to get if Dad has anything to do with it is everybody's favorite cake. Is that what they name it now? Everybody's favorite That's birthday what we call it, yeah. Everybody's okay. favorite cake. All right. Everybody's favorite cake. Okay. Well, let's move on <laughs> and to get back into our picks since we have now broken. Pritch is here. we got to straighten up. We're, we're off track. Pritch, we, is, Pritch is greatness. We have now broken down birthday cakes. We do it all here on the show. We've had bagpipes <laughs> and, and a birthday cakes. cake discussion on the show. All right, our last group is Group F. Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, and Chris Busher are all favorites at plus 260. Justin Haley at plus 310. You know, a guy who I think has become sneaky good on road courses is Austin Dillon. You and I talked about him a little bit off the air. Um, I kind of like Austin Dillon here. Well, look, here's uh, I was bragging about Austin because, uh, I'm, once again, very, very close with the, the whole gang over there. And Austin and I worked a lot last year trying to get better. He had his career best finishes. Now, the only scary part in this is Chris Boucher last year, he finished third in that last road course race at, at the Roval. He was fifth at the Daytona road course race the year before. Um, you know, Chris is also fairly good. I just feel that that this is not a super speedway package. This is not, you know, that sort of deal now. So to me, the road course, I like Austin that group because you have RFK, RFK, and Justin Haley. And Haley, look, Haley's full time. You know, I've been bragging about those college cars, about how great they are. He's got just, you know, AJ Allmendinger is his teammate over there. He does have a top ten at the Indianapolis race last year in Cup. Justin Haley does, and that was with a totally different team. So. I, I, this is a tough group, but I do like Austin just because I think that Austin has really come a long way on his road race, and I think he can win Group F on that. And I think everybody that's driving a car that's got a Childress engine seems to be having a They're better pretty year, strong this year. year. So they definitely pretty strong been, this year. Definitely been pretty strong. All right, before we get into our picks from uh, both last week and this week, we want to touch a little bit on the season championship. We're five races in now. We've completed a West Coast swing. We've had two super speedway races now. So now we're moving into the road course short track and a dirt track portion of the schedule, <laughs> which will be coming up here in a few weeks. Uh, the odds have seen – we haven't seen dynamic shifts. They've gotten a little bit better on Chase Elliott, if, if you're betting Chase mm -hmm, Elliott. Mm -hmm. Got a little worse on Kyle Busch. Probably the one guy who's gone up the most is Denny Hamlin. He opened the season plus 700. He's now at plus uh, 850. So there is a little bit of value there. Guys that have gone down is those guys like Austin, Austin Sendrick from 70 to 22. And Ross Chastain. Chastain from 70 to 25. So you've seen some of those guys move. Uh, Kurt Busch from 25 up to 35, so there's a little bit of value there maybe. Remember what we talk about. The timing, future bets is all about your timing. And when the season started, we said bet some of these guys because the timing is going to be in your favor or against. Right now, in your favor, Denny Hamlin. Everybody is fading Denny Hamlin. If you're, you know, give Denny a couple more weeks. We don't think Denny's going to run good this weekend. So fade Denny one more week. That 850 might go up even more. You can get Denny maybe, at, maybe even at a double digit, you might get him. Now, here's the time. Tyler Reddick is still at 20 to 1. He started 30. He's now 20. He's been running better. Chase Briscoe, he went from 80 down to 18. Kevin Harvick is up to 18. Timing, guys. Now's the time to jump on some of these guys that have been fading 
and you can get some of your money back possibly. Well, and the two guys who had never won a race in their career, Chase Briscoe went from 80 to 18 with the win and Cindric from 70 to 22. Yep. I'm a little surprised Cindric's odds are longer than Briscoe's, to tell you the truth. Cause, uh, but Briscoe's run really well. So, But Cindric hasn't had mu as much to say since that one race, so I think that's why Briscoe did his not at a super speedway, and everybody is saying, oh, that's why Briscoe's is a little lower odds. Very fair point. Okay, let's – Let's not talk about Turn last our clock week. Back Let's a not bit last talk week. about last um, week. Let's not. You know, I don't. I do. I do not wish ill will on anyone. But Christopher Bell getting penalized for going below the yellow line and making that pass on. I think it was on Ross Chastain. Yes, it was. That actually got him put to the end of the lead lap and put Kurt Busch in the top three. And somebody, the guy who is on, has control of the microphone <sighs> right now. Had Kurt Busch at plus 550 for a top three. Big win for this guy here. Also had William Byron in Group B at a plus only 265. Winner on the only winner on the board for, for the teams last week. That was the lone winner. So my overall week uh, was a plus 5.15. I'm trying to get back above the – I guess it's not even – we're below – Below, below the Mendoza line or oh, whatever yeah. that no. is, because we're all below zero right now. This still. is a tough year, to, but look, we we said this at the start of the season, Jeff. This is going to be a tough year to handicap. You know, we're going to see Especially a lot, especially through the first ten to twelve races, uh, and, until we figure out who got a hold of these things first. And I said one organization will get a hold of it. What we've seen, the Hendricks have gotten a hold of it first, and Hendrick is the, the the team to beat. And it's been tough, but last week was tough to handicap, man. I mean, I looked at those things. I'm like, Hamlin was out early. Harvick was nowhere to be found. Logano was there. Larson wasn't even there. You know, I really thought Almirola was going to be good for me, so I was like, oh, man, I've, I struggled last week. But nah. Well, you don't ever know that Larson's going to get in two accidents. You know, I mean, that just doesn't happen very often for him. But, you know, new track, new setup, anything could happen. So the standings, I'm at minus 3.7. Yeah, that shows how tough it's been. Pit crew and, and Brendan are coming. By. But, look, you guys hit a big race win or something. That can all change. So, all right, let's get into this week's picks. Um, I guess you have to yeah, go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I got to go first because we do the worst, worst to first here. So that is me worst this week. Worst goes first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go off of my hedge theory that I talked about earlier, right, Jeff? I'm going to take Chase Elliott to win the race. And to hedge that, I'm taking Kyle Larson to win Group A because I'm giving up two units. I can win two and a quarter with one and 250 with the other. I like both those bets. There's my hedge for the day. I'm, I'm, if one of those wins, I'm at least up a quarter to a half a point, and I like, I like jumping into that little hedge I got there. So little, 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 little hedge I'm throwing out there. I am going a bunch of long shots, though. I like the dinger. I, I think his mental attitude is, is in the right place. I really like what he's done. So I'm going dinger to win the race at 16-1. to 1. I know I don't normally pick winners, especially not a 16-1 to 1 shot, but I'm telling you, the dinger can do it on this track with this car. I'm going into the top threes, and I'm going super long shot. I know it's tough. I'm kind of wasting a pick with this. I can understand that. But Andy Lally, 500 to 1 for a top three. If Andy Lally well, I think it's 140 to 1 for a top three. Oh, is it, yeah, sorry. Rob's on one. the wrong sheet. Four, 140 to 1. Doesn't matter. If 140 you, if to you 1. you get that, you're going to win the Andy, year. Andy, I owe you everything if you get me that top three this year, baby. Come on. Let's, let's go, Matt Tiff. And, let's go, Andy's BJ. Andy's calling into the show next week. If yeah, if, Andy's, Andy's taking my space on the show if he, if he gets it. And then I'm also going to double down in the Dinger category. I'm going Dinger Group B. I think he's going to have a good day, and I like the guys he's up against in Group B. All right, I'm going to read off the pit crew picks. They're taking Austin Cindric to win at 14-1. to 1. Martin Truex Jr. for a top three, plus 200. The rest of their picks are in the groups. William Byron in Group going B, head -to -head plus with 305. Me. 
Austin Cendrick in Group C at plus 240, and Daniel Suarez in Group E at plus 305. Now, the person who is not going very head-to-head with you, uh, you and I are in agreement on a lot of picks here. Oh, so, we, they're screwed so again. That means they're probably completely yeah. screwed. You're right. I am actually I also had circled. You can see on my sheet here, I'd circle 16 to 1 on A.J. Allmendinger to win. I really do like that as a good possibility. I'm going to take it's a small bet, but I'm going to take Kyle Larson plus 110 over Chase Elliott in the head to head. I had that circled. Now I'm torn between the dinger or that one, but I like that head to head. And my other three are in the groups, two of which I agree with you on. I'm going Kyle Larson in group A. I'm also going to go A.J. Allmendinger in group B. But I'm also going to go out into the Ron Flatter group, the group F. Um, and take Austin Dillon, because I do like Austin Dillon in that Group F. So those are my picks. Brennan, we got about a minute left in the show here. And uh, Austin, it's going to be cool. It's going to be 80 degrees and sunny, sunny. in Austin, so we're not going to have the monsoon we had last year. I still love racing in the rain, but, and I wish for Andy's sake, in my top three, I wish we had a little rain. But, no, I mean, it's going to be a great race. I'm excited about it this year. I'm glad they're back there. It's going to be fun. Um, happy day to the big – happy birthday to my father. Uh, you know, you got man who make. You know what he told me when I, I got inducted into the West Coast Stock Car Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago? You know what he told me? What did he tell you? I'm, I'm, I'm already in that one. Oh, in fact, I might have been in his induction. I'm going to be at your that's, induction. That, that's how he says he loves you guys. I'm already in that one. <laughs> well, you know, look, at the end of the day, he is the dad. He is the big boss, right? He is, he is the big cheese. Okay. He is the big cheese. Okay, that'll do it for our show for this week. We'll come back next week. We'll tell you everything that happened at Circuit of the Americas and start turning our attention to the short tracks on the schedule as we head off to Richmond, Virginia the following week. We'll see you next week here on Gone Racing. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.